Well, let me again say, Happy Father's Day. We hope that you have a wonderful, blessed, Happy Father's Day today. Whether you are here in person with us or tuning in online, we hope it is a wonderful, wonderful day. But as I enter into our sermon this morning, I probably do need to pause for just a moment and and ask, is there really a difference between the way we celebrate Father's Day and Mother's Day? Now, my brother-in-law, he sent me this slide, oh, several weeks back now, where at the top you see this wonderful dinner for Mother's Day, and you see a TV dinner for Father's Day. And the comment on the text said, this is how I feel about Blake's sermons. Now Mark's not the first to point out that my Mother's Day sermons sometimes are just so nice and so loving and so encouraging. And then my Father's Day sermons at times can be a bit on the challenging side. And I have my reasons for that. But, I won't go into them today. Because the last thing I want to do is discourage any of my brothers in Christ as we strive to be the fathers that God wants us to be. And as we strive to be celebrated as the mothers are celebrated. Maybe one day we'll come in here and get flowers, right? There we go. (laughs) You know, our... Our Heavenly Father likes to be appreciated. We see that all through Scripture. The need to to celebrate God and to give God thanksgiving. And truly, our Heavenly Father is amazing. And our words are not adequate enough to oftentimes express how thankful we are for all that our Heavenly Father has, is, and will continue to do for us. But the thing is, just like our Heavenly Father, we as earthly fathers, we do like to be shown some appreciation from time to time. It doesn't mean that we expect you to applaud every little thing that we do along the way. But you know, there are a lot of dads who do a lot for their family. They sacrifice. They love. They work hard. They do so much to to just help the family be all that the family can be. And truth be told, a lot of times, dads get neglected. You see it on TV. I tell you, for quite a while now, anytime you turn on the television, most of the time, if you see a family unit, the dad is the joke. And the reason that that's happened, I think, is because there is somebody out there named Satan that really wants to tear down the family unit. And that is a marvelous way of doing it. It is by making everybody assume that all of us as dads are incompetent. That that we are nothing more than a big child that has to be continued to be raised by mama. And if that be the case, shame on you, men. Shame on me. But I look around this auditorium and I know 
that's not the case. I know that there are men leading their families the way that God would desire them to lead. And because of that, today we take this time to tell you thank you. Thank you for everything that you have done for us. You say, okay, well, what, what specifically can we thank our fathers for? Well, I'll tell you one of the first things that you can thank your fathers for is for providing for the family. You know, a couple years ago, I was watching one of those shows where they highlight what the like, weirdest, like dirtiest jobs are, things that we oftentimes don't even know exist as occupations. I will never forget one of the episodes I watched. There was a man every morning before sunrise, long before sunrise, he got up, he went into the sewers of New York City. His job all day long was to hunt and kill rats. That was his job. And at the end of this particular episode, as they were interviewing him about his job, they, they had the same question I'm sure all of us would have. Why? Why would that be your job? And he said, I believe my daughter is brilliant. And I'm going to make sure she goes to college. I'm going to do everything that I need to do to make sure that, that the bills are paid so that she can receive the education that I believe she, she needs and deserves. There are a lot of daddies out there who are long, hard hours doing jobs they may or may not like. They may continue down a, a career path that is so much more unfulfilling than one would have ever thought, working for employers who hardly ever show them the appreciation that they would deserve, need. And then what happens when they get home? Instead of being commended, instead of being built up, instead of being complimented for their hard work, they're questioned and they're criticized. What do you mean we can't go to Disney World? Everybody else is. Well, what do you mean we, we can't get the, the PS5? It's only $500. And, and how do you think that makes a man feel? I'll tell you how it makes him feel because he probably won't tell you this. It makes him feel very inadequate. That's a horrible feeling for a man. That's the kind of feeling that when we as men feel and experience, buddy, we really begin to shut down emotionally. And if you want us to continue to, to love and support and to invest in you and to sacrifice for you, please, don't make us feel lesser. Because there's a lot of men out there, they're working hard, and they're doing a lot for their family. And sometimes it's hard to make ends meet. And it's hard to, to get everything that everybody wants. And it's hard to keep everybody happy. There's a lot of godly dads out there who through blood, sweat, and tears, they're doing everything in their possible being to continue to protect, nurture and to take care of their family and so if you have a father a godly father who takes care of who provides 
for His family. I would encourage you today to thank Him. If you have a godly father that has helped to shape your character, thank Him. I know this is oftentimes the last thing that we would ever think that there is a need to thank fathers for. But if you have had a father or have a father who loves you enough to discipline you and to actually tell you no instead of always saying yes, you have someone to be very thankful for. Hebrews 12 says, beginning in verse 10, Our fathers disciplined us for a little while as they thought best, but God disciplines us for our good that we may share in His holiness. No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Or maybe you think of a passage like Proverbs 13 and verse 24, where there we're told that he who loves their children is careful to discipline them. Daughters, I don't know what it's like to be a daughter, but let me speak to you daughters for just a moment. How easy do you think that it was or is for your dad to say, you're not leaving the house dressed like that. He knows you're going to moan and you're going to whine and you're going to say, but dad, it's not fair. Everybody else is wearing it. Why do you have to be so uncool? He doesn't take great joy in telling you no. It's hard for him. It's hard for a dad to discipline his child. For those of you who are sons, how easy, how easy do you think it is or was for your dad to say, no, I'm sorry, you're not going to go to that party. I'm going to tell you in advance that there's going to be more temptations at that party than you'll ever be able to handle. So no, you're not going. And they say, but dad, why can't you be as awesome as all the other dads? I mean, all the other dads, they're letting their kids go. Let me tell you a secret about godly fathers. We as godly fathers, we're not nearly as interested in your happiness as we are your holiness. As a godly father, we are not nearly as interested in your popularity with your friends, or for that matter, even receiving your approval for us right now. Because what godly fathers understand is we have one responsibility, and it is chief responsibility. It is to make sure that we do everything we can to help you grow up to become the godly man or the godly woman that God wants you to be. That is number one priority. And if, and it oftentimes does, if that involves discipline, and when that involves us saying, no, you're not going to do that, we know that you may not understand now. 
our hope and our prayer is, though, that one day you will sit, as many of these adults are, and as I myself do, and we reflect on the times we were told no, and we're very thankful for it. Because as we look backwards, we can see how it has built and shaped our character. So if you have or had a godly father who loved you enough to say no, who loved you enough not to give you everything you ever wanted along life's journey, who loved you enough to discipline you and to help correct you and help get you back in line whenever you stepped out of line, tell him thank you. Tell him how much you appreciate what he did for you. It'll mean an awful lot to him to hear it. Because it's not an easy battle to fight. Tell him thank you for reflecting the very nature of God. You know, there are some wonderful fathers, some godly fathers. I look around this assembly this morning and I see so many of you that I know you, through your actions, you have reflected the very nature of God to your children. And so now, as your children study and they learn and they grow and they, and they want to know more about who God is and what God is like, as they read His Holy Word, they think about you as they see God and discover Him. As they read about how sacrificial that our Heavenly Father is, our God is, you understand sacrifice because you had a Father who sacrificed so much for you and so much for your family. As you read about what what a, a forgiving God we have and how God's forgiveness is, is just unconditional, you think about your dad. And, and you think about the countless number of times that He showed you that forgiveness. That He extended that same unconditional forgiveness to you as you messed up over and over again. As you discover the love of God. That amazing love of God. You can't help but think about your dad. You think about a dad who always hugged you whose arms were always wide open to you, and who never failed to say, I love you. Not just with His words, but with His actions. You know. You know that the love of God is more than just an emotion. It's more than just a superficial feeling. Because you saw that love of your Father. A gentle love. A soft love. At times, a tough love. An unending love. A faithful love. As you look into the eyes of your father, as you think about your dad, if you had a godly father, thank him. Thank him for helping you to see and to better understand who God himself is in his nature. And if you're running kind of late today on not knowing exactly what to get your dad for Father's Day, I want to let you in on a secret. If you have a godly father, I would encourage you to give him a good name. Because that will mean an awful lot to him. 
Proverbs 23-24 says, The father of a righteous man has great joy. He who has a wise son delights in him. You really want to bring joy to your dad, give him a good name. Have a good reputation. Be someone that when you're out and about, or you meet somebody new and they say, hey, I know your kid. Be someone who'll be proud of that. Because you, you have given great joy to your dad by being someone who is, who's more interested in holiness than happiness. Someone who's more interested in, in living a life that glorifies God over personal glory. Be someone who is living for God. And I tell you, when you're living for the Lord, there is no greater joy you can bring your dad than living a life faithful to your Heavenly Father. You, you talk about a joy that will make a father's heart just leap. And the flip side is, you want to know how to break your daddy's heart? When he sees you being unfaithful to the Lord. When he sees you not living for our Heavenly Father. It absolutely breaks your dad's heart. By the way, dads, if by chance, if by chance you have a child who is grown and proved to themselves, and they are a child that has blessed you with a good name, don't be afraid to tell them. Let them know how proud of them you are. Let them know how much joy that that good name they have for themselves, how much joy that brings you. Let them know how thankful you are for their faithfulness. Don't, don't be afraid to let them know and to encourage them as they continue to, to follow after the footsteps of Jesus and to live for our Heavenly Father. I want to take just a minute if you're able, if you're, a, if you're a dad, would you stand up? Dave just stood up in the PowerPoint room. I know everyone can't see him, but I want you to look around just for a moment. And I want you to know that what you see is the cream of the crop. You see men who are standing before you who love the Lord. They love their family. They are doing everything in their power to be the men God has called them to be and to raise their family to follow in those same footsteps. I am so thankful for these men. I am so thankful for what they mean not only to this church family, but to their own individual families and the community at large. Before you gentlemen sit down, let, let's go to our Father in prayer together. Our Father God, we humbly bow before You and we are eternally thankful for every blessing. You have given so many good things to us. And God, today is a day where, where we take a moment and reflect and we give thanksgiving for our dads. Thank You so much, Father, for giving us spiritual, godly fathers and grandfathers in our life. Men who have shaped us and molded us. Men who have encouraged us and corrected us. Men who have loved us. 
And I, and I pray, Father, especially for these men who are standing before You right now. Be with us, Lord. Help us to continue to serve You daily as You would have us to serve You. Bless us with Your wisdom. Help us to be the spiritual leaders in our home that You've called us to be. We ask for Your strength. We ask for Your peace. We ask, Father, that You would forgive us of our shortcomings and our failings, for we know there are many. But help us, God. Help us to continue to be the men that You want us to be. Lord, I'm so thankful for these men. So thankful for their families. And I would ask that You would just open Your heavens and that You would shower out Your richest blessings on us all. Father, You have shown for us the greatest example of love. Frankly, Lord, an example of love that my, my simple mind has such a, a hard time some days comprehending. I, I cannot imagine allowing my son to die for anyone. But You allowed Your Son to die for all of us. Thank You, Father. Help us. Help us each day to begin to love as You've loved us. All these things we pray in Jesus' most precious and holy name. Amen. You can be seated, men. You know, There is only one Father who is perfect. And that's our Heavenly Father. The rest of us, man, we are, we're all works in progress. We are, are just doing our best from day to day. And we do mess up and we do fail. And sometimes, sometimes our shortcomings and our failures Sometimes they really impact the family in really big ways. And a godly father, again, not a perfect father, but a godly father, is also one who's very, very sorrowful for those mistakes. And I'll tell you, just kind of in passing, if you are looking for something to give a, a godly father who's failed you some along the way, He'd really appreciate your forgiveness. It'd mean a lot to him to know that you forgive him for the mistakes he made. That you can forgive the same way that our Heavenly Father has forgiven all of us. Maybe you're here today and you never entered into this relationship with our Heavenly Father. It's more than just something I want to encourage you to do. It's a relationship that our Heavenly Father Himself longs to have with you. Like, like He wants to be in this relationship with you again so much that, that He would allow His only begotten Son to come to this earth and to die for you. That's an amazing sacrifice. That's an amazing love. Our Father wants you to know Him. He, he wants you to live for Him. 
He, he wants you to, to follow in those footsteps so that one day through your reconciled relationship with Him, you can look forward to being in the very presence of our Heavenly Father for all eternity. Man, what an amazing day that's going to be. But if you've never surrendered your life, if you've never reenacted the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus through the watery grave of baptism, the water's ready if you are. Or maybe you've done that, but there's just something in your life, maybe as a father, maybe, maybe not as a father, there's just something that's not what it needs to be. Something that you would like for us to pray with you or for you about. We'd be happy to do that. Honored to. Thank you so much for being godly fathers. Happy Father's Day. And if we can help you, won't you come while we stand and sing?